three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 49 of Add-Ons with the Unbreakable Spirit. I'm the Executioner. Yes. This is three episodes before 52. We got three topics. Let's run into. Let's run through them. All right, topic one. Has AEW been good for three years? Two. Part two of WWE's Right Rabbit. Number three. It's really is this Saturday, so we got that prediction battle, and we're finally going to do the punishment for World's Collide. That's topic three. This is topic one. Let's hop into it. Take it away, comrade. Okay. Um, I will... My thoughts on AEW is, um, it is a valid... Wrestling company, and it is, don't get me wrong, enjoyable to uh, watch and all, but, uh, hey, well, you know, well, it's had some good moments, again, over the past uh, three years, is, um, it like you, I'm going to see what you said in the last recording, uh, is, uh, it lacks... Leadership, and sometimes I feel like yeah, it lacks its own um, unique flair. It doesn't really like like Tony Khan will very much. He seems like he knows what he's doing, and he's working his ass off. He doesn't really. His company doesn't really seem to have his own little foot in its own in its own. History of being a professional wrestler. It doesn't really seem to have its own John Cena or its own uh, base. Like, yeah, the own, the guy that you when you think of AEW, you think of an AEW guy. But when you think of AEW, you think of an ex WWE guy. Yeah, when you think of WWE, you think of like Hulk, Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock. John Cena, Roman Reigns, for if we're going all the way today. If AEW, you think Chris Jericho, John Brian Moxley. Danielson, John Moxley, Adam Cole, all those guys are CM WWE. Punk. Yeah, CM Punk, even Cody Rhodes. All those guys are WWE defectors, except Cody did the opposite. And went back to WWE after being the EVP for AEW. Yes. Uh, um, I also will say, um, I'm just going to wrap. Uh, I will say uh, uh, my other thoughts is, well, yes, AEW does have some, don't get me wrong, it's had some very great storylines. Since its introduction, I will say that it does feel like a con- another. Uh, it, it feels like yeah, it feels interesting, but 
It's something like, I feel like something it needs, honestly, because it has too many wrestlers. It needs a brand split within its own company. Yeah, it, yeah, I agree. Rampage should be its own brand. It, it even has, when you think about it, the TBS title should be its own title, exclusive to Dynamite, and vice versa for the TNT title. You're right, you're right. You're, and I also, They're literally the names of the networks those shows are on. Yeah, and I also will say is that, you know, they got like their own main event and their own uh, and their own superstars. But even though, like, like the, the, those shows seem like great. I haven't really watched any of them, I will admit. But I feel like, you know, get those guys... Even if, you know, if you want actually people to pay attention to Dark or to Dark Evolution, get those guys to compete on Rampage or Dynamite or something. Yeah. Sorry if we seem out of it. We tried recording, but then Anchor quit on us. Yeah, uh... I really, I really got no more thoughts on it. We can just wrap this up. Yeah, we got like two minutes and twenty seconds left. Uh, okay. Um, my final thoughts on this, I'm just gonna say what we're all thinking is that, well, I don't really see AEW as like lasting competition, and according to Triple H, she's like, "Oh, good job, you managed to defeat our developmental territory." Bravo. Yeah, but Triple H didn't want to be developmental. He wanted to be the third brand of WWE. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. And I also want to say that um, with with Tony Khan, you know, running his own, with being AEW being a thing, is that another thing that I feel like AEW lacks Honestly, is I know it has one world title, but honestly, I'm starting to think it might need two world titles, like the like the Universal and the WWE Championship. Yeah, I agree with you. It it may need another major title, like the they already have an AEW World Heavyweight. If they had a regular AEW, like one that isn't described as a World Heavyweight, that'd be great. Yeah. But I said this in the last recording. AEW, I can't. Um, I know you said you, you don't want to say it's not a legit company. It is a legit company, but I don't see it as a legit competition for WWE until it finds someone they can. Describe as their face. Yeah, because like I said in the last recording, is that when you think of AEW, you think of John Moxley, you think of Chris Jericho, you think of ex WWE guys. You don't think if of anything, like... AEW is giving more eyes probably on WWE by hiring these guys that used to work in WWE. Yeah. All right. Take a break from top number two. 
And we are back with topic number two. Hopefully it doesn't fail this time. WWE right right rapid part number two. Yeah, um well, well you go ahead. This is your segment. Uh, yeah, yeah. So more QR codes have showed up and apparently Roman pointed to Philadelphia, which is where stream rules will be. So yes. maybe the right rapids debuting at stream rules. I just hope it's not red herring because people will be livid if it is. Yeah. Yeah, I um I completely agree with you. I um I think that this white rabbit thing is definitely it's definitely something interesting and something I want to point out that I don't even know if even you notice is during the Alexa Bliss match this past Monday night on Raw, the lights kind of did flicker, then a random pink block just appeared. On the screen, and people are wondering if that is even yeah. connected to uh, the White Rabbit character. I, I did notice the lights flickering, but I didn't notice the pink block. Yeah, because my honest thoughts on this whole White Rabbit thing, and I hope it honestly is Bray Wyatt, that... um. That I hope white white rab the white rabbit is Bray Wyatt. I just hope that with him and Triple H under working together, that whatever the character is is some. Well, we all know it's going to be unique, honestly. But I just hope that it is something so different that it is that it is going to actually be a threat to maybe even the tribal chief. Yeah, like, I, this may not, it may or may not be a hot take, but creative has improved drastically since Triple H took over. Agreed. And Triple H has even said that Bray Wyatt is a creative genius, which, with some of the stuff that, uh, Wyndham, which is Bray's real last name, has done, has been great. And admittedly, okay, every gimmick aside from Husky Harris has been great because Bray, I feel like, has had some sort of input on it. Yeah, I honestly agree. Uh, my, I also, I'm also wondering this, is... um. Throughout the commercial breaks, when WWE plays the White Rabbit song, is that going to be the White Rabbit's theme song? I mean, I don't see any other fitting song. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, because another thing that I want to ask for the whole creative, uh, for the whole White Rabbit thing is... um, Whoever the White Rabbit is, who do you want to see the White Rabbit character if it is Bray Wyatt feud with? Oh, God. I would want to go after some of his old uh, enemies. Yeah. like Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton. I have also heard that Seth Rollins said in a recent interview that he would like an, uh, that 
Bray Wyatt, you know, don't get me wrong, he's a great, he said that Bray Wyatt is a great wrestler to work with, but it's hard to work with him as a, you know, it's hard to do something with that, uh, with his uh, character. character the the thing I would do to fix that is give Wyatt full creative control and have him work with whoever is supposed to be writing it with him. I agree. So they can craft promos around to work with Bray's character. Yeah. And I think if that I... a creative genius like Triple H has said, let him let him grow about it and show his creative genius. I completely agree. And I also think is um and this is just something that I've noticed, but have you ever noticed that with some characters that have fought Bray Wyatt is that they come out different from the aftermath? Because think about this. They, they don't even have to fight him. Think about Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that's fair. Because like, like, I'm, like, I'm using Seth Rollins as an example. After that horrendous Hell in the Cell match, he was he was so angry with Vince McMahon, he wanted to fight him. Yeah, and like I, I think the most drastic one was actually Daniel Bryan when you think about it. Why he didn't he... fight the fiend, but at one point he had long hair, the next he was shaved almost bald. Yeah, cause the thing about uh cause you know Percy was, like, think about this. Because of that drastic Hell in match, and I'm using Seth again, is that he went from, that was basically the end of set of the Kingslayer character. That was more of the beginning of him becoming the Monday Night Messiah, which eventually led into the Visionary. Yeah, which I believe shortly after that Hell in a Cell match, he did become the Monday Night Messiah and turned heel. I believe it was shortly after that, right? Yeah, at Survivor Series, but yeah. Yeah, we'll be back with the Prediction Battle and Worlds Collide, which really should have been called Worlds Merge, might I add, Punishment. Yep. Hello, everybody, and we are back with the, we are back again with the third and final t- the topic, the next annual prediction battle results. Matthew, would you call uh, Not care? results, actual prediction battle. Oh, well, excuse me, with the actual prediction battle, uh, Matthew, would you kindly tell everybody what the punishment of Extreme Rules is going to be? With pleasure, my comrade. As you all know, it is spooky season. It is October. Halloween is at the end of this month. And the has to watch a horror movie, good or or bad, of the winner's choice. Yes. And I also want to say that if there are any more matches, we will put it out on our Twitter per usual. Yes, so keep it on our Twitter. Follow us at AT underscore odds underscore pod on Twitter. Oh, right. Maybe we'll get Instagram eventually. Hmm, that's not a bad idea. All right, so, uh, 
All right, here are the matches. And this time I'm going to go in order because I actually feel like it. Okay. Well, you oh. always go in order of how the article is listed. Yeah. All right. The first match is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I believe that is an Extreme Rules match. Yeah, it is. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. And yes, an Extreme in the name of the pay-per-view match. I'm still going with my girl, Liv. Okay, and I'm going, then I'll go with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, which admittedly, with how violent Ronda has been recently, uh, this this might favor her. Yeah. A violent Ronda Rousey is a very dangerous Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I don't want to be on her bad side. No. <laughs> All right. The next match I is a strap match. It is, I believe, for the first time ever, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett in a strap, like I said, in a strap match. I'm going with the Scottish Warrior. That was a terrible Scottish accent. I apologize for that to everyone in Scotland. Alright, so Drew, alright, so I'm going with the second biggest heel in SmackDown, Carry Cross. According to reports we've heard, we have no way to confirm or deny. It was reported on Ringside News months ago, so you probably can't even find the article. Yeah. All right. Next match is for is a ladder match. The first women's ladder match. Yeah. Can, can we just mention how it is surprising women that the women had a TLC match before a ladder match? Yeah. We got Bianca. The current, the defending Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, versus the leader of Damage Control, Bailey. Yeah, my note just crashed. I'm I'm going with the EST again. Alright, and I am going with Bailey. Which, Uh, again, you might have the advantage due to damage control. That is also very true. All right. The next match for the first time ever. We have the Rated R Superstar Edge versus the leader of Judgment Day, Finn Balor, in an I quit match. Yes. And just to let you guys know, as I'm making like the prediction list so we remember who picked who, I'm just putting the match stipulations. Who do you got? I'm going with the rated R. Superstar. I miss Tony Trimble. I'm going with Edge. Alright, I'm going with 
Why am I giving you the advantage on all of these? I am going with Finn Balor and Judge the Day, which Judge the Day very legally can get involved in this I Quit match. I'm seriously giving you the advantage on all of these. Yeah, uh, the next match is the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a good old-fashioned Donningbrook six-man tag team match. I'm just going to put six-man tag. I don't know. I don't want to try to spell that first word. Oh, it's basically going to be an... Uh, oh, God. It's basically going to be a... um. Uh, a, a basically, oh, God, a six-man tag, no disqualification match. Then why is it a six-man tag? They should just make it a tornado tag. I have no idea. So who are you going with? The Brawling Brutes or Imperium? And don't forget, Seamus and Gonta are competing this Friday. Yeah, for- yeah, literally tomorrow on the season premiere of SmackDown. For the Intercontinental Championship. My oh god, they're gonna beat the hell out of each other and probably not be involved that much on Saturday. <laughs> you have a point. Alright, who are you going with? I'm, I'm going with Brawling Brutes. I am going with Imperium. Okay, and the big money match of Fight of Extreme Rules is Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins with Daniel Cormier, a UFC legend, as the special guest referee in the first main roster fight pit. I feel like Triple H was using NXT as a testing ground to eventually bring these matches up to the main roster. So... But that's a topic for another time. Oh, yeah. So, we got, uh, like I said, Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle in the fight pit match. Who do you got? I have the King of Bros. Hmm. A man who has actually competed in the first ever fight pit match. Yeah, I'm finally giving myself an advantage. (laughs) The first two... Fight pit match. No, wait, no, wait, no. My bad. The second fight pit match was uh, was a Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, the only man to compete in both uh, fight pit matches are Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, those are all the matches, and I'm going to say this here. Has anyone noticed that literally all these matches are stipulation matches? All of them. Finally, it's about damn time. It's not one stipulation match, normal, 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 normal. It's literally every... Literally, I was playing 2K22 and I got Dream Rules pay-per-view. Literally, most of the matches were normal. I had to go and edit matches to make them stipulation. Okay, those are all the matches that are on the card. Card probably, card hopefully, maybe. And I will say we do have a tiebreaker in case it's a tie, and hopefully there's a match on the kick. 
Oh, and uh, by the way, I never thought I'd be saying that. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I will say is that well, I'm glad Seamus and McIntyre are co- Seamus and excuse me, Seamus and Gonta are competing at the season premiere of SmackDown. I honestly thought that those two that they would save their sequel for a stipulation match at Extreme Rules, to tell you the truth. Yeah, and, and as a reminder, even though you guys have bigger memories than myself, the loser has to watch a good or bad horror movie of the winner's choice. All right, let me know. All right, and now it is time for me to do the uh, punishment, which, FYI, I still have to watch the um, No Holds Bob movie. Yeah, we really just like a limit for you to do the punishment. Yeah, I think we should. I go to the next uh, punishment prediction. I honestly think we should make that a thing for uh, for either one of us. Going forward. Yes. Anyways, when now I gave you some parameters yesterday, Mm -hmm. so just keep those in mind. I remember. And start whenever you want. Also, all right. Timer. Okay, is that my? All right. Um. All right. I'm ready whenever you are. Okay. Three, two, one. Mic on. All right. I am so. Oh my God. I am so fucking sick of this absolute bullshit. I know that wrestling is great and all this stuff is. Good, but quite frankly, Matthew, like there are some times where I'm just talking and it's just like, uh, I don't even know if you're even fucking paying attention or just even listening to what I'm saying. But I honestly feel like wrestling or uh, the or if you're not even paying attention to literally anything that I'm saying, because I honestly feel that uh, some that uh, you know. Uh, Talking to you sometimes can be difficult, but I also think that, um, well, you know, the, uh, well, some wrestling stuff or superhero stuff is uh, great. And I also want to say that, you know, sometimes doing this stuff is boring and enjoyable to watch. I also don't really know sometimes why, you know, why I'm even doing this because well, I'm bored some of the time, but eh, it's an enjoyable podcast, and I will admit I like doing this shit. But um, I also feel like it can be quite strain and quite boring to try to figure out what to do on this podcast. But you know, now talking shit about you here is that like it is great that you know. We actually have a superhero, uh, some stuff that we talk about off this podcast, which I'm not even going to mention. But um, it is like some of this podcast stuff we're talking about, what we talk about is kind of, it, you know, don't get me wrong. It's enjoyable to talk about, but it's also sometimes to me kind of frustrating when I'm just talking and talking and I gotta freaking repeat myself like three or four or five or six or seven times when I'm on the exact same thing that I've been saying because sometimes I don't even know if you're uh, paying attention but um yeah alright like, like, some of this stuff with like this podcast and any other stuff like 
bro, just quite frankly, I just don't give a fuck sometimes. Like, all right, that's really all I got to say. All right, run that fucking outro. I'm sick and tired of this fucking bullshit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll give you that. And, mo- and I'm surprised you didn't mention it that sometimes I fall asleep on the phone with you. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next week. Roll that fucking outro. That got me in a much better mood, <laughs> Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six. You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis121. And you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21. And you can follow the podcast at Adults Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussion. But until then, the executioner and the unbreakable spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers. <laughs>